Welcome to the Time Management Podcast with me, your host, Abigail Barnes. I'm a productivity coach, global speaker, time management author, and award-winning entrepreneur on a mission to share the 888 formula with the world and to remind you that it's your time. Leave it to me to bring you new time management tips, tricks, tools, and strategies to introduce you to guests, research, and case studies from around the world, and to give you a simple five-step process you can follow to up-level your productivity, achieve your goals, and create a life that exceeds your wildest dreams. I'm so excited that you're here, so let's get started. Welcome to the show It's you and me today for a conversation all about the secret to successful time management. I'm so, so, so excited that we're going to have this conversation today. And this conversation is going to become the foundation that you will build your relationship with time upon. Your experience of time is all going to start from this conversation here today. So let's get some of the groundwork laid then. There is this big old discussion about efficiency and effectiveness. Efficiency, quite simply, is doing something right. Effectiveness is doing the right thing. And those terms can sound very draconian. So for the sake of simplicity, let's just say that efficiency and effectiveness is efficiency is the busy work that we're very good at doing and effectiveness is the work that will move the needle. Now, these two terms can be interchangeable in your career, your business and also your life. So activities that make a difference versus activities that are just things that you're good at and you just keep doing over and over and over again. So why do we keep doing these things over and over and over again? I hear you asking. Well, thank goodness you asked that. Let me explain. We live in a comfort zone. We live in a world where we repeat over and over again what we know. We're not doing it because we're stupid. We're not doing it because we are unintelligent and we don't want to change. We're doing it simply because our brains are helping us or they think they're helping us by automating certain processes for us day in, day out. And they're doing it because they want to look after us. They want to conserve the energy. They want to conserve what they would call in neuroscience, the cognitive resource, as in your brain makes decisions all day long, which burns energy. And so your brain wants to make sure there's enough energy for the whole day. So it automates processes for you. And it does these subconsciously. So once you recognize that your very helpful brain has automated processes which aren't actually leading you to where you want to go, that's when things change. That's when you can start to make different choices which lead to different outcomes. So your brain is saying to you, if we keep doing these things, then everything's going to be okay. You'll be safe. That's fine. But the things that we're doing are not moving the needle. They're not making a difference. 
They're not helping us to be more productive, to get the results that we want in our careers, in our businesses, in our lives. So let's break this down even further. In this episode, I'm going to share three steps. And this episode is going to build on previous episodes. So I'll reference them out. I've also got notes. So if you see me looking away, if you're listening on audio, you won't see anything. But if you're watching this on video, you will see me looking away. It's because I want to keep this conversation on point. Because one of the biggest things that I have discovered on my journey of time management, teaching time management, writing about time management, researching time management for the last 10 years plus, is that there is an addiction to learning more. But your life, my life, our lives are not going to change until we do something with what we know. So these episodes are always to the point. They always have homework when it's you and me, because I want you to see change in your life. It's my personal mission in life that people change their perspective of time, change their life as a result of seeing time and using time in a totally different way. Because time is as valuable a commodity as our money is. And when we start to see it and trade it and use it in that way, that's when everything will begin to change. So the three things that we're going to cover, first of all, we are going to talk about identifying. So identifying the activities that will move the needle versus the busy work. The second thing is scheduling. Once you have all of the information, all of the data, what do you do next? And then the third thing is going to be what I call the productivity experiment. This is where you just go wild (laughs) in your life and you try things because my way of doing it isn't your way of doing it. We are all different. Human design is something I have come across in the last few years, which has really massively helped me personally to identify skills, talents, preferences within myself that I was aware of, but didn't fully understand why I did certain things in certain ways. The more I have learned about this subject area, the more I have discovered that everybody on the planet has a different design and everybody on the planet does it a different way. And spoiler alert, I mean, that is not really rocket science, is it? We all know we're different, but yet we're all trying to have the same morning routine, the same evening routine, schedule our time in the same ways, but we don't all have the same circumstances. So let's start with this identifying then. What are you doing at the moment which isn't moving the needle? The question. How? Can you work this out? My answer. It will be the same answer over and over again. Audit your time. So, in episode 15 of the podcast, I talked about where's your time going. This episode really covered auditing. So, I would suggest you go back and listen to this one. But for the sake of this episode today, you are quite simply tracking your time for seven days. In my book, Time Management for Entrepreneurs and Professionals, it walks you through five steps. It's an 88-page book that gets to the point. It's like my podcast episodes. We don't have time to waste. I could have written a book that was twice the size, but everybody I speak to wants more time. They don't want to spend more time learning more things. 
Time management is simple. It's not easy. It's not easy because we don't do what we're learning. But if you're tuning into this podcast, you're going to start doing what you're learning and you are going to have the time transformation that you deserve because nobody needs to feel busy, overwhelmed, burnt out, stressed out. If there are people on this planet who know how to use their time and have enough time, then you can too. And it's my mission on the podcast, as I say, to empower you, to give you that new perspective and the tools. So this first tool, audit your time. If you don't audit your time, you are quite literally telling the world, telling the people you work with, the people you work for, that you don't care. It is putting out a subtle message of, you know, my time is my time, but I don't really care. When you start to take control, that's when people will start to take you seriously. But it's also when you will start to take you seriously. So while I fully understand tracking your time, auditing your time, it's a bit boring. However, that data will help drive your decisions. And if you want your life to change because you're tuning in, then this is where, as one of my mentors used to say, the rubber hits the road. So we can talk about the car, we can look at the car, we can read about the car, we can sit in the car, but at some point, We need to take the car out of the garage and on the journey. So we are now on the journey. So step one, identify where all that time is going. Audit your time so that you can start to make new decisions and these new decisions will change your life. So then step number two, and this is where it starts to get exciting, but it can't start to get exciting until we have cleared down and begun from a place of knowledge and information. So this step number two then is scheduling. So scheduling is going to be a whole separate episode, but for the sake of this episode, I will touch on it. And I will use the 888 formula as our model and methodology to help you to understand scheduling. So the 888 formula is the simplest way to divide your 24-hour day based on science and society. So science says that we need to sleep between seven to nine hours. So we call that eight. Society says that we need to be working an eight hour day. So what's left is your life. What's left is the time you spend cooking, cleaning, shopping, living, raising families, children, is the time you spend on relationships, on hobbies, on your health on commuting to work. It's the time you spend doing all the things which aren't sleeping or resting, as we call it, or working. So these three pillars are the foundation that will help you to understand when it comes to scheduling, where am I going to put things? Where do I need to put things? It's important that we understand why sleep matters, why rest matters, why recharging our physical body matters. We're not going to go into it today, but a fantastic book by Matthew Walker called Why We Sleep really drills down into it. And we'll have a whole episode on sleep in the future. But sleeping in a nutshell 
is when your body recharges. You plug your mobile phone in every single night, I guarantee. This is the same activity. So if we don't rest and recharge our bodies, we are just storing up problems for the future. Because the body goes through an incredible process of cleaning out, of reviewing, auditing what's going on in all of the cells, recalibrating everything in there internally, automatically. Remember I said at the start that your bodies, our bodies do a lot of things subconsciously for us. Now, this is one thing that we're grateful for. We don't need our body to wake us up in the morning and say, well, you know what? Last night I did this, 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 this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Come back to me later. So our body does these things for us. If we are not getting the sleep, the rest we need to fully recharge it, we are going out day after day after day with less and less of this well wellness or well-being within our bodies. One of the big things that our body does while we sleep is it repackages and reprocesses in our brain everything that happened. Now, this isn't the scientific way. This is just my explanation. And what you will find from listening to the podcast is I have an explanation and an analogy and a story for everything. And I quite often mix my analogies. So, you know, there we go. Your brain is like a giant filing cabinet. So it looks at everything that happened that day and it files it all away. Short term, long term, irrelevant, clears it off, deals with it, gone. So there's some things in your life you just can't remember. Your brain probably deleted it or it filed it in the long-term storage because it didn't think it was relevant. And then it comes out later. So it is a fantastic tool. They are learning more and more about it. They truly, in my opinion, don't know enough about it. And I really, really believe our brain is the most powerful computer that we could own. The more we learn how to use it, how to rest it, how to recharge it, how to look after it, the more empowered we will be for our lives. Anyway, I digress. So when you know which area of your life needs your time, then it's about allocating the activities that will move the needle to the areas that matter. So we've already identified we need to rest, we need to recharge the body. Obviously, we need to work. And then we need to allocate time to our life because that's what we're here for. We're not, we we don't, we're not born, sleep, work, die. We want to sort of enjoy the middle bit, enjoy the living bit. So when it comes to work, you are, from a scheduling point of view, understanding things like how do I focus on activities? What is deep work and how do I get into a deep work state? Fantastic book by Cal Newport. It's called Deep Work. It talks all about it. And then how do I understand what tasks need to be grouped together? This is a big thing because if you have your schedule and all of these things will move the needle, but you do this one which requires this type of energy, this one which requires this type of energy, and you, you do what they call task switching, again, we come back to this cognitive resource, the brain, you will burn the brain's energy faster than is necessary 
And that's when things start to turn into hard work. And that's when things start to become a panic in your brain. And then it just stops. And then you start procrastinating. So there's lots of reasons why things that we think happen for a different reason happen for another reason. And again, this conversation is going to unfold episode after episode after episode. This podcast is like a mini education every other week when we get to talk i am sharing things that have taken me time effort and energy to learn that i share with my clients when we work one to one i share in team trainings when i work with organizations and their teams it always starts from understanding this secret to successful time management which is what we're talking about today how we're allocating our time to the activities that matter starting from what are we doing that quite probably isn't mattering, identifying then what do we need to do that does matter, and then how is it best for us to do it, which then leads into the third part of this conversation, the productivity experiment, or put another way, time by your design. So this is how you decide what you want to do with your time. It's like a farmer, for example, they plant carrots. Now, let's use carrots because I love carrots. So they plant carrots and they have to decide where on the farm is the best place to plant carrots, what time is the best time to plant the carrots, what carrot seeds are the best ones, how to water them, well, will they get the light, is this the year that the carrots have a really good crop or is this the year that things don't work out for the carrots? Hopefully they do, because I would like to buy the carrots, side note. But it's all an experiment. And the more they have done the experiment, the better they get at knowing all the answers to those questions. So you are going to find out what activities work for you at what times, what activities are best grouped together, what times of the day, days of the week, you can do your deep work chunks. And you can also start to identify what support you need. So maybe you're in a fortunate position that you're an executive with executive assistants. So you've got a personal assistant, executive assistant, chief of staff, somebody who is supporting you. Maybe you are that person who is supporting somebody else. The more you understand how it works for you, the more you can then support them. The more they understand and see how it's working for you, the more they trust you to be able to support them with the experiment. Because here's the big thing with experimenting. Everybody wants the shortcut. So the secret is to try. The secret is to start. The secret is to audit, to assess, to review the data from this experiment and to adapt as fast as you can. Because the world now is getting faster and faster and faster. So it's our job in this world to adapt. If we don't adapt, we will just get swept in with the sea of sameness. We will be doing what other people do. And as I said earlier, we're all designed differently. This is why some people enjoy going to the office and working in the office and other people don't. That's not to say offices aren't good. That's not to say working from home isn't good. It's to say, understand yourself and you will understand how to motivate yourself, 
how to become more productive, how to get the most out of yourself. It's not somebody else's job to get the most out of you. It's your job to know how to get the most out of you and then to find the places that embrace that, to find the places that understand that, to work with the people who are at this leading edge of saying, okay, just because we've always done it this way, now it's time to try it a different way. But we're trying it a different way, not coming in and saying, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. We're trying it a different way, saying, I've been experimenting with this and this is what's happened. Because when we have data, people listen. Data is an interesting thing, though. Data is subjective. And as I said, your way isn't my way. So we don't come in and say, well, we should all do it like this. Because then we go back to what we had in 2019 and previously, where we all had to be in the office at this time. And if you wanted to go to the dentist, you had to ask permission. So then people didn't go to the dentist or the doctors. I don't know if you can remember this or this is even still you right now, but I used to put things off because it was a drama to ask for time off. So if you don't know me, you're just tuning into this episode right now. I worked in finance for 10 years prior to starting my business. I worked in investment management, asset management, hedge funds. I worked in the marketing departments of those companies. So I had to ask for permission to go to the dentist, to go to the doctor. And I had to justify whether I was ill enough, whether I needed that time off. Thankfully, we live in a world now where people are more empowered to look after their health and well-being, to recognize, to understand, maybe I might be burning out. What does that look like? What does that feel like? What could I do? Do I need to work from home? Do I need to start later? Do I need to review? So what I hope that you're taking away from this is the data you will get from reviewing what you're doing will empower you and give you information and the opportunity to feed back to those that you work with why things could work for you in a different way what you would need what support what help because if somebody says i don't feel well okay like how 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 can we help you so it's about understanding in yourself and the more you understand in yourself and go on this journey and become the experimenter of yourself and question things, you will empower yourself and you will also empower others to help you because people do genuinely want to help. But if they don't know what you need help with, you are then asking their brain to think for you. But they can't think for you because they're not you. Does that make sense? So lots of people are not being mean when they say figure it out. They're actually helping you to figure it out because it is your job to figure out your own design, your own roadmap. So this is what you can do on your own. This is also what I do with clients when we do coaching and work one-to-one together. We've got a number of programs and ways that we do this. So we've got coaching programs. We've got a 90-day program called Unstoppable, where we work through these blocks together. And these things will help you going forward in your career, in your business, in your life, in your relationships. Personal development develops you personally, 
helps you to become who you came here to be. So as we're wrapping up this conversation here, I just want to touch on a couple more things. We have been running the 25-day group reset program, which was rebranded as the New Year More You program. We just wrapped up the day 25 celebration call at the time of recording this episode, whenever you're listening to it. So every month we do a setup call on day one, we do a check-in call on day 12.5, we do a celebration call on day 25, and then we repeat. And it's the same process every single month. Because as I said at the start of this episode, our brains love the certainty. Our brains like to know the process. Our brains like, they like uniforms as much as they hate uniforms in many ways. Anything that reduces the daily decisions helps you to have more energy to move the needle in the other areas of your life. So while there might be a part of us that wants to be more creative and doesn't like it, there's another part of us that actually relishes the certainty of knowing every month we reset the same way. We review, we evaluate, we strategize, we execute, we track, reset the same every month, every month, every month. So this program teaches that process to the people who take it so that they can then repeat this process within the program and then after the program as well. So if you want to join us for February, you can join. There will be a link in the show notes and there will be a special price. This price will never be offered at this price again. But if you want to wait until April, we will be starting the program with the new title, More You, and you can join us then. The link will be below, will be below this episode as well. You can join the wait list for that. The final thing that I want to say is look out for our brand new thing that we're going to be doing called Time Audit Tuesdays, where I'm going to start interviewing people who've done time audits to share with you what's happened for them as a result of doing it. Because you might be somebody who needs more data, who needs more proof in order to decide if time auditing is for you. And that's absolutely fine. Because like I said, we are all a different design. We all make decisions in different ways. And that's what makes life the veritable variety, the rainbow of everything that we know and love. So this has been such an amazing conversation. Your homework is to audit your time. Your homework is to listen to episode 15, if you haven't already, to go back, to find out where all your time's going. Your homework is to start this productivity scheduling experiment and come back with the data. Your homework also is if you are loving this podcast, please, please, please leave a review for us on wherever you listen to it. This could be iTunes. This could be leaving a star if you're listening on Spotify recommend this podcast to your friends. We are now coming up for 5,000 downloads in the first 110 days of launching this podcast, which is mind-blowing considering I didn't even think it was worth starting a podcast. If you've been on the journey with us, thank you so, so much. We're now in 58 countries. We were number three in the iTunes UK list of podcasts for self-improvement last month or the month of January. We were also number eight for the category of education. So it's all building and it's all thanks to you for tuning in and listening. 
the more you do, the more episodes, the more guests, the more exciting things we can do with this podcast and the journey we can go on. Until next time, my friend, stay safe, stay well, and remember, it's your time. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to let me know by leaving a review so I can keep the good stuff coming. Come and say hi on Instagram at Success by Design Training or visit my website, successbydesigntraining.com or connect with me on LinkedIn. Just search Abigail Barnes. Until next time, don't forget, you are amazing and it's your time.